right, I'll give you 10% off if you come back. I'll give you 15% off. I'll give you 20% off if you come back, okay? It just makes you look like a bit of a tool, okay? It devalues your product. And... Hey, podcast listener. You're about to discover insider tips, tricks, and secrets to making more sales and converting more prospects into customers with email marketing. For more information about the email marketing podcast or the autoresponder guy, go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. All right, it's John McIntyre here, the autoresponder guy, and I'm here today with myself and me alone, me, myself, and I. Yes, today I'm going to do a podcast just with me and you. So it's going to be a little bit different. I have done this before in the past. And today, the reason I'm doing this really is because I'm launching an agency. I'm doing something different. So I'm going to take the Mac method, and it may or may not exist in its current form within a few months, and I'm going to roll it into an e-commerce email marketing agency. Now, there are a number of, reason, a number of reasons for this, which I've explained uh, to the you know, to people if they're on my email list. So if you want to learn more about sort of the reason why behind this and what I've learned and the decision, you know, all the stuff that led to this decision, jump onto the email list at themechmethod.com and you'll hear more about it in the coming months. But as part of that, as part of preparing that, I've put together, I wanted to put together a podcast specifically on email marketing, specifically on the subject matter that, uh, that this new agency is going to help. So here's the thing. If you have an e-commerce store and you're doing anywhere from probably six figures, $100,000 in sales a year or more, this episode is going to be incredibly valuable to you. The reason why for that is because email marketing in many cases for an e-commerce store, will increase revenue by at least 10% and sometimes as much as 30 or 40%, okay? Now, the great thing about this is it's so predictable because you could have a store doing $100,000 a year, you're gonna implement the strategies that you learned today and you could, go, you could add an extra $10,000 to your bottom line or even up to $30,000 or $40,000 to your bottom line. Now, where this gets really exciting is basically the exponential effect, which is, to say that if you have a million dollar store, instead of a $10,000 increase, you're now looking at $100,000 to $400,000. If you have a, uh, let me mention, say, uh, someone I spoke to on the phone recently, they're doing $20 million a year in sales, and of course he wants to grow further, but uh, their marketing, their email marketing accounts for 30, I think it's 30 to 40% from memory of their revenue. So they're doing $20 million a year and $8 million of that is just from email. So they're doing, they're doing extremely well with email and the reason why is because they're very aggressive, not just with their email but with their marketing. That, the guy that runs that company is a sharp, sharp guy and uh, you know, I learned a lot from him when we spoke. So now the reason why I mentioned him is that the bigger your store, the more valuable this is gonna be. The more sales that you have, the more valuable this is going to be. Now, if you're only just getting started or you only have a store that's doing a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, it's going to be valuable not just in the fact that, you know, if you're doing a hundred thousand dollars now, you might make 10, okay? It's going to be valuable in the fact that not only are you going to make 10, you know, the first month this is all set up, you're going to make 10 for every single month on and on and on and on forever, as long as you have that store and as long as you run these campaigns. So if you don't set this up now, you're looking at, think about it this way, you're losing $10,000 a month if you don't implement the strategies you're about to learn today, okay? Now, the reason why I mentioned all that is because what I want you to do is get excited and I want you to focus on the store. So this is really, this episode is specifically for e-commerce store owners. That's someone with a Shopify store or Magento or Spree or, I mean, any of the other e-commerce platforms out there, Big Commerce is another, okay? However, 
If you are selling ebooks or professional services or anything else that you can sell online, this I think you can still get quite a lot of episode, uh, quite a lot of ideas from this episode. Okay, so it's all about taking. Uh, you know, ideas from one industry and applying them to another. So even though this is going to be specifically for e-commerce, there's going to be applications, and I'll mention them as I go through, for other types of businesses. Okay. Now, all this, all this combination is really about everything that's sort of here today is based on what I've learned recently as I'm putting together this e-commerce agency. We've signed on a few clients. We're working with them right now to, you know, implement these strategies and increase their revenue like this. So that's the other side of this. If you're interested in these strategies here today, but you don't have the time, you don't have the energy or maybe you just don't have the expertise because a lot of people tell me that they do this or they know all about it, but they just know that if they hire someone who does this for a living or who just, this is their bread and butter, they're going to get much better results. And honestly, that's the truth. Okay. I mean, you can go hire a generalist, you can go hire a random copywriter from some Facebook marketing group, but they're not going to be as good as an agency that specifically focuses on this. Okay. So now there are other agencies out there that will do this. I'm not the only one, of course, not the only one. However, if you do enjoy like the strategies here and you want someone to help you implement them, send me an email, uh, john at themcmethod.com and we'll have a chat. Or you can actually just go straight to reengager.com. You can go there right now, reengager.com, E-N-G-A-G-E-R.com. And you can book a call with me there for a free 30 minute call. Now, now the free call there is really only for uh, companies that are doing at least a million dollars in revenue. And that's just, just to, uh, because my time is valuable and I really want to spend time talking to people who this is going to make a great impact for. Now, if you're less than that and you want to learn more, jump on the email list uh, because when the agency properly launches in a, about a few weeks' time or a month's time, you'll, be able, you know, you'll hear all about it. You'll be able to get on the list and sort of learn more about these strategies. Okay? And there's actually going to be a new podcast, some new blog posts, new everything. Uh, on this topic. So it's all going to be for people doing e-commerce. All right, so let's get into the uh, the content today and let's take a look at what uh, what can be done. So first of all, let's start with the problem. Now, there's a few problems with e-commerce and as always, this is going to apply to other people, but specifically, I'm talking about e-commerce. Seven out of 10 shoppers abandon their shopping carts, okay? Now, if you're familiar with e-commerce, you've been, you know, you're familiar with the stats, you might know this already, but just think about how how big this actually is. Because if you're doing a million dollars in sales a year, that means that that's only 30% of the total people that visit your shopping cart, okay? So you're actually going, let's say, if you're doing a million dollars in sales, you've actually got $3 million worth of you know, potential sales that are getting added to your shopping cart every year. But you're not capturing, you're missing $2 million of that, okay? Now, obviously, there's, this is where you, you'd implement an abandoned cart sequence, and we'll talk about different ideas there in a second. So I want to get you thinking about this. The money that you could be making. And not just about the money that you could be making, the money that you're losing as a result of not doing these strategies, as a result of putting them off, as a result of listening to podcasts like this and just not getting around to it, you know? <laughs> so I want, really want you to focus on that because the more you can feel that, uh, it's a bit of pain, it's, a bit, it's gonna be uncomfortable, the more you can feel that, the more you're gonna start to take action on this. Whether it means hiring someone uh, on your team, hiring an agency, uh, getting a product and doing it yourself, it's going to become a priority and that's going to be a great thing. Okay, here's another interesting fact. Three out of 10 visitors don't buy anything on their first visit. Now, the reason why well, it might be three out of 10 customers here that don't buy on their first visit, the, the thing is here, if, if you're not following up with people, if you don't even have an email list, you're leaving a huge amount of money on the table because people are going to visit your site and then they're going to leave never to return. Now, the more of them you can get onto your email list, the better because obviously then you can follow up over time and send them all sorts of campaigns and offers that are gonna bring them back. Because most people, and the simple fact is that most people aren't going to buy on the first run through. 
Well, most people aren't gonna, the majority of people won't actually buy. You're never gonna get, you know, like a 70% overall conversion rate. But most people just aren't, the people that are gonna buy it, most of them aren't gonna buy in that first visit. So if you're not finding a way to keep in contact with them over time, you're not going to, uh, you're gonna be leaving a large, you know, probably the majority of your revenue on the table. So, and this is where people set up newsletters, okay? They set up, you know, opt-ins uh, where they offer, here's 10% off, here's a free coupon, here's this, here's that. Now, the trick to making this work best is to obviously make a good offer. And we'll talk about that in a moment, about how to do that, what are the best offers, and actually how to come up with good offers. Okay, and here's another thing. The average value of a lost customer is $243. Now, that's globally. That's across all sorts of companies and everything like that. So it's not particularly helpful in the sense that everyone's going to exist along a you know, very long spectrum there, okay? But just the average thing is there's going to be lost value is $243. Now, an interesting thing here would be for you to think about right now, what's a customer worth? What's the lifetime value of a, cust- of a customer worth for you? Because every customer that you don't convert because your email marketing is terrible or you just don't have it, you're not doing it properly, you're losing $100, $500, $1,000. And this is money that you could be using to obviously you know, cash flow the company, hire staff to grow it further, do all the things that you got into this business for and you know, the whole reason you got into this in the first place. So anyway, let's get, let's get out of this. That's enough, <laughs> enough talk about the why, enough talk about the, the, you know, the reason why this is important and enough talk about the pain. What I wanna do is go through a checklist that I've developed, okay? Now this is part of the checklist that I'm using with uh, the clients that we've signed on and clients that we'll be working with in the future. So I wanted to sort of break down the process and give you basically the blow-by-blow account, I'll think about it like a step-by-step blueprint for doing uh, your e-commerce email marketing. Now this, I'm gonna try and explain it in a way that's gonna be very simple, very easy to understand, so that you know you could give this someone onto your team to execute on, or you could do it yourself, or you could hire, say, a copywriter, and they should be able to do it, okay? So let's call this the seven-step checklist to automated e-commerce email marketing success. Okay, seven steps. Now, this isn't everything. This isn't every little thing that you could do, but it's going to get you a long way. It's probably going to get you past achieving that 10%, 12%, 15% revenue boost with this. Okay. Now, if you put, you know, if you really go balls to the wall with this, you might, like I said, be able to go all the way up to 30 or 40%, like my friend with a $20 million company. Okay. So here we go. Seven step checklist. Number one is, surprise, surprise, it is a cart abandonment sequence. Now, before you laugh and you think, oh, I've already got that, the thing you need to understand is that most people aren't doing this properly. They've done a very poor job. Either they're just doing one email or they're using the standard template that their you know, Shopify or whatever plugin they're using uh, does it for them. The trick here is to be more aggressive and to be smarter at it. Don't just use a standard template with no images and no design or anything like that. You're gonna get much better results if you put some time and some thought into this, okay? So a basic version, which is gonna get you results, but not the best results, is gonna be, hey, we noticed you didn't check out, or we noticed you added so-and-so to your cart, but you didn't check out. Here's a discount coupon for you in case, you know, to get you over the, you know, over that cliff, however you wanna word it, okay? Now that's a very easy way to do it. Everyone likes a discount, but as a friend of mine in another podcast, Brendan Tully said on uh, the McMethod podcast, get, throwing out discounts that easily, it's sort of like someone walks into your store, they leave, and then you chase them down the street, street saying, all right, I'll give you 10% off if you come back. I'll give you 15%, off. I'll give you 20% off if you come back, okay? It just makes you look like a bit of a tool, okay? It devalues your product, and uh, it, it really creates, for companies that do this a lot, it, it creates behavior in their customers where their customers 
are just waiting for discounts. All the customers figure out that all you have to do is add something to the cart and then leave. And oh, well, look at that. They'll send you a 10% or 15% or 20% discount. Okay. So the solution is don't do the discount first. What I would do or what I'm doing is there's going to be three to four emails depending on the situation. What you really want to do is you want to understand why people aren't buying. So part of this is going to be about optimization. It's not set it and forget it. Well, you can do that, but you're going to get better results if you don't set it and forget it. Here's how it works. Three to four emails. Email one is always, you know, why didn't you complete your checkout? Here's a link to go back. That's simple, okay? It's just a reminder. There's no offer. There's no discount. Um, it's just going to look like a normal email. Ideally, you've got your header in there, standard e-commerce best practices. You have your header in there, a menu sort of in the top. And, uh, you know, there's going to be a picture of their product, Okay. And they're going to click to go complete their checkout. No offer, no discount, okay? We don't want to be that guy who's running down the street after them saying, hey, 10%, 15%. Okay, so email two, social proof, okay? Now, before, before I mention the social proof, the thing here from email two, three, and maybe four, it's really going to depend on why they aren't buying, okay? So what's going to happen is when you ask people why they didn't complete their checkout, hit reply and let us know, hit, hit reply and let me know, however you want to word it, you're going to get people who tell you why they didn't buy if it's too expensive, if that's the only reason people aren't buying, then you've got no, diff- no USB. There's no reason why someone should choose you over any competitor, hence why they only care about the price. What they probably, there's probably gonna be other things though, like it's, maybe they don't really understand the product, maybe they're not sure about shipping. You're gonna find some of this stuff out. Some of this is gonna be things that you have to figure out yourself, and some of it's gonna be stuff that they tell you. Okay, so email two and three and four should be based on that information. Email two, if you'd like an idea, would be, for example, so a bit of social proof, so maybe a testimony from a customer, and objection handling. So you're really looking for what are the one, two, or three main objections, the three main reasons people aren't buying. Let's address them in this email, okay? And then obviously a link to their checkout is always email three. Now email three, you can either be, you can add another email here where you address another objection, or you could tell a story, or what you could do, it might be time for that discount. Because if they haven't bought onto the first and the second email, obviously something's stopping them. You know, if you've addressed the three main objections and you've done your reminder and they're still not buying, that might just be the price. And at that point, it makes sense to offer them a discount, okay? But what's gonna happen is when people buy on that, they're not going to buy straight away, okay? So, well, if they do buy straight away, they're gonna get removed from that campaign. So they won't get the discount unless they haven't bought up until then. You can do this with, uh, most email, uh, email marketing software. Okay, number two, I've got to move along. It's actually uh, tiring doing a podcast on my own, just talking like this. I'm getting puffed out. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> number two, lead capture sequence. Okay, I'm going to have to speed this up so we can get through it all. Or we just have to make this two parts. So the lead capture sequence, a basic version of this, a lead capture sequence, first of all, what is it? A lead capture sequence, uh, or a nurture sequence, as you might want to call it, is when someone visits your website and they sign up to your list before they've bought anything. They're gonna go into what you call a lead capture sequence, which is gonna be include a welcome, sort of a welcome series, and then we're gonna go into nurture mode, and there's gonna be offers, you know, compelling offers woven in throughout. Now, a basic version of this is four or five emails. Email one is a welcome. Here's your incentive, whether the the incentive might have been a discount, uh, or better yet, you're better off being in a market where you don't have to offer a discount, you can offer something else. Maybe a buyer's guide, some sort of educational material, or maybe a bundle of some kind, something that's gonna get their attention, okay? In, in, in some cases, though, a discount's gonna be the best thing. It's gonna depend on the market that you're in and why people are buying. Uh, email two is gonna be, let's say, featured products. Email three, some social proof, testimonials. Email four might be top resources. And email five, uh, some sort of incentive reminders. So you're reminding them about the incentive you gave them. However, 
Okay, that's basic. However, advanced, which is really uh, the path that I would go down, and this is when you get much better results, is you're gonna put a bit more strategy into this. Okay, email one, welcome email, give them the incentive. Now, in the welcome email, you wanna ask them to reply, because if you can get someone to reply to your emails, it's, an, it's a, one of the best indicators you can have to, you know, you can send to Gmail and Yahoo, that people want your emails, that people wanna receive your emails, and that's gonna mean that they're more likely to skip you, well, they're gonna send you straight to the inbox and skip over the promotions and the social and the spam tab, okay, when you get those replies. And that for that reason, email two is another email that says, hey, did you get our email? We sent you an email a minute ago with blah, blah, blah. Uh, did you get our email? We really want people to reply here, okay? And you will get replies, you'll be fascinated. Now, email three to 10 is gonna be a mixture of content, stories, social proof, and brand building. Now, what I mean by that is that this sequence is not about blasting them with all sorts of offers, just an offer every day, buy this, buy that, buy this, buy that. You want to think, think about this like it's a relationship that you're going to uh, build over time, that you're going to help them with, that you're going to, yeah, that you're, a, you're not just a, a company that's trying to sell them stuff, you are someone that cares about them, you've got your customers back, okay, you don't, just, you don't want them to buy something that's not right for them. That sort of thing, okay? So the way to do this is, once again, it's going to depend on the product that you're selling, but I'll give you an example from another guest on this podcast from a while ago, Ezra Firestone. The way he does it and the way he suggests doing it is grabbing content where you, like if you have a lifestyle brand where you're selling makeup to women, you can grab a pretty girl, maybe a, you know, it could be someone on your team, it could be a, you know, a new team member that you have to hire to make videos where she talks about Life, she could be at the beach and talk about, you know, get one of the products and talk about how she likes using it, how it's great for being at the beach because it protects against the sun and also keeps the sand out of your eyes, uh, is something like that. Okay, if you're selling lawnmowers, you might explain to them how to choose a good lawnmower. You know, how do you differentiate? Because I've got no idea about this. How do you differentiate between different engines? How do you want like the one of the, you know, the electric starter or one of the ones that you have to pull? Does it matter how big the wheels are? Does it matter how high it is? What brands are better than others? Okay, so you're going to use different things to educate you. The key here is trying to find, you want to find ways to add value to them other than just throwing out discounts and making offers, okay? So it's going to, it's going to take, some, take some brainstorming, take some offers. Another way to do this, I've heard uh, a company that sends out games. So almost like a, you, know, you, could, you could have a scratchy, you could have um, different flash games that you could have a programmer create for you and play on your website. That's another idea, okay? So there's all these different, just ways to add value, whether it's entertainment value or... Or uh, you know stories and things like that. Now, an interesting thing here I heard recently from someone, and I don't haven't seen any studies confirming this, but it's interesting and worth keeping in mind is that ma the male demographic is much more likely to respond to stories and logical arguments, things like that, whereas women or you know female demographic, whatever you want to call it, uh, is much more likely to respond to deals, discounts, uh, you know special offers, that sort of thing. So that's something to keep in mind while you're putting this together, depending on who you're selling to. Now, what I do is. In those emails, we, you want to weave in offers throughout that. So you could talk about a lawnmower of your, like, that you sell or a type of cream that you sell or whatever it is that you sell. And at the bottom, you just casually say, you know, if you want to learn more about this and get in, you know, grab one of these, click here and go buy right now. Okay. So once again, you're adding value and then you're using that as an opportunity to pitch. Now, it's not a strong pitch. It's just one or two lines. Now, this, this is stuff that you, this nurture sequence is really stuff you can apply to any uh, online business here. It's not just e-commerce. Okay. What, now, what you want to do by, I would say, around email, you could do this at email sort of four, five, six, or you could leave it to like email 11 to 14, but you want to wire in an automatic promotion or an evergreen funnel is another thing to call it. This is where you're going to incorporate uh, some, basically a sale uh, or a promotion, a series of promotional emails into that 
uh, automated workflow, automated campaign series. And what's going to happen is, is they're going to sign up to that list. They're going to get all this trust and relationship building material. And then they're going to get, and they're going to see all the products at the full price. And then out of the blue, they're going to get this, uh, this campaign, this discount. Okay, and that's going to mean that you're always, basically, you're perpetually running a uh, uh, promotion to people who join your list, which is going to be great, especially as the volume of leads that you acquire goes up. Now, when it comes to doing your broadcasts and your newsletters, uh, you're going to be able to filter those people out so that you know, they're not getting two promotions at once because that would be quite strange and uh, quite unfortunate. Number three, post-purchase. Uh, basically, after someone buys something, you want to send them a campaign. Now, a basic version of this, email one, is a welcome email. You want to onboard them, explain a bit more about the process, when they're going to get their um, product. And then email two is a review. Okay, that's the basic version. The advanced version, and this is where it gets exciting, is you want to create two separate campaigns, one for your first-time customers who bought for the first time and one for repeat customers, people who've bought before. Okay, email one is what is you're welcoming welcoming them on board, or you're saying hi again. You know, thanks for your second purchase, really love it. Uh, email two is going to be instructions, how to use it. You know, sort of just filling them in on the details, a bit more onboarding. You want to resell the product if possible, or if you can't have a, that customized uh, pitching, you want to resell them on the company so they don't get buyer's remorse. Whether it's with testimonials or stories about uh, you know people who successfully use this. Email three. This should go out probably uh, around about when they should have received their products. You're going to say, did you receive your product? We just wanted to check in. How is it? Do you like it? That sort of thing. Email four is a review. And email five to six, you want to start putting in cross-sales. Now, you can keep building this out and have a, just a long campaign where you're going to, depending on what you're selling, you could say, selling pianos, people buy like one piano every 20 years. So unless you're selling other accessories, which you should be, unless you're selling other accessories, uh, there's not going to be too, you know, there's not gonna be too much reason with following up with them. If you're selling cream, maybe you find that most people run out of cream. You know, the cream lasts for 30 days, so you want to add in custom campaigns when people buy that cream, so they have to reorder. You know, when it comes time to reorder, you automatically email them uh, with some sort of offer or discount or promotion, something like that. Okay. Number four, that was really easy. Number four is order and shipping confirmations. Now, interestingly about these, these emails get the highest open rates out of any emails that you sent. So what that means is you're going to get lots of eyeballs on these emails, more eyeballs than on any other emails that uh, you're going to be sending out. Okay. Now the basic version of this is just add in your top one to three products in your order and shipping confirmations. The advanced version, and this is get, what gets really cool, is you can make customized recommendations in the shipping and order confirmations. So this is just to, to jump back a little bit. These are the emails that when someone orders something and they pay, they're going to get an email that says, here's your receipt. Uh, here are the details. Here's your shipping you know, information. Okay? In those emails, you, can, you, know, you make an offer. You can put a picture of a you know, related product or maybe your top three products in there and tell people to go and buy them. Okay? Now, ideally, these are you know, rec- uh, recommended. So it's sort of a bit like Amazon where you see people who bought this also bought. People who like this also liked. And dep- now, this is going to vary based on the software that you have. You may, be able to only, you know, may only be able to do a general sort of top one or three products in your entire store. However, you may also be able to do customized. So you might be able to say, maybe you have five main categories. You could, depending on, like if I bought the category in creams, maybe you just tell me your top product in, recommend to me your top product in creams. Okay. Now, the ultimate thing here is to really just have customized recommendations like that. People who bought this also bought. That gets quite advanced, can get expensive, and you really need to be on some, some very specific uh, software with that. I'm pretty sure that Clavio, K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com will be able to do that, uh, but I'm not 100% certain about that. They can definitely do more than most email software that you're out there. By the way, regarding email software, if you're on MailChimp, 
uh, and you're anything, you know, and you're just getting started, great. If you're a MailChimp and you've been around for a while, you need to get off onto something a lot more powerful. Whether that means using something like Drip, which isn't specifically for e-commerce, however, it does have a lot of marketing automation features. It's going to allow you to do some really, really cool stuff. Uh, or I would get on. There's two others: Clavio, uh, which is the one I just mentioned, or Remarkety. Two. Uh, great piece of software that are, the tracking is really the coolest bit. They can do all the stuff that I'm mentioning here. What they'll also do though is you log in and you can see the revenue per email that, that's gone out. So it gives you a really, really quick way to figure out is, is this working? Is whether you hire someone to do it yourself, you're going to know very quickly, you know, what your return on investment is going to be, which is, you know, a really, really fantastic position to be in. Well, let's continue. Number five, browse abandonment trigger. What this means is someone, instead of cart abandonment when they add something to the cart and they leave, a, a browse abandonment trigger is when someone just visits a certain page and then leaves without buying because what you can do here and a lot of people don't know this this is i really like this if you're familiar with marketing automation and you've built funnels before you're gonna understand how this works what this is is when you can say look when someone visits our about page and doesn't order we can add them to a campaign that says hey we noticed you visited our about page you read all about us you know this and this and this but you didn't actually make any orders so we just wanted to check in with you and see you know, if there was anything wrong, if there's anything that we could help with. This is an example of a campaign that you can trigger uh, based on what pages someone visits. Now, the advanced version of this is really number six, custom funnels, okay? Instead of sending someone one email like that, like that example I just mentioned, you start to trigger an entire campaign, an entire series of emails that's gonna go out when someone visits a certain page. Now, where this is useful is if you have a complex product that requires, maybe they, there's more objections than usual or it just requires a bit more explaining of how it works. Maybe it's a high price and someone visits this page but doesn't buy. You can put them on a campaign where you run them through uh, some more advanced information about the product and, and really push hard for the sale. Okay, So I would do this with, your, let's say I would start by you know, finding my top product or the top traffic, uh, the product that gets the most traffic uh, as far as the product page and create a campaign that just pushes a little bit harder, does a little bit more than what just the, the shopping page on the website can do, okay? So an example would be email one, why didn't you buy? Link to buy. Email two, did you get our email? Please reply. Email three, overcome top three objections to the, top, uh, to the product, okay? So deal with whatever the, you think the top three objections are gonna be, which is ideally based on you know, surveys that you've done with these people. Uh, deal with those three main, one, you know, top one, two, three objections. Email four is gonna be social proof and and or perhaps a story about a you know, case study, someone else who used this before. Once again, to deal with one, of, one, you know, one two, three objections. And email five, you can you know, give them a last-ditch discount. So what you're doing is selling a bit harder, being a bit more aggressive, and then throwing in a discount at the end because if they haven't bought by that point, it might be a price issue. Okay. Last but not least, we're almost done here. Last but not least is the re-engagement sequence. Now, this is basically... <laughs> this is basically when someone uh, you know signs up, but they haven't clicked or responded to an email in you know thirty days, sixty days. You can do this with ninety days. You can trigger a campaign like this. So the the simple way to do this is to just send them one email that says, "Hey, we've missed you. Here's a discount." But once again, that's just getting too discount heavy. Okay, the advanced version is email one, we've missed you, no discount. Email two, we're going to give you a deep discount to reactivate. So we're really going to push hard to make them you know, reactivate and buy something. Okay, email three, we're going to send them an email that says, look, if you don't respond to us, we're going to unsubscribe you in a few days. And email four is you actually unsubscribe them. Here's your lot. You know, you've got to click a link to resubscribe. Now, what you can do is if you don't want to get completely rid of them, if you don't want to actually delete them, you can put them on sort of a, their own list, 
where they get uh, you know another sequence where it might just be tons and tons of like, it might be tons and tons of offers because at this point those people aren't responding so it doesn't really matter what happens after that okay but going down that road or creating campaigns so that that's out of the what's that that's sort of another topic for another podcast perhaps so yeah there we go seven steps to e-commerce email marketing success now the goal here is or what's really been discussed here is this is an automated uh, these are all automated campaigns. All, the, all these campaigns you can set up and you're going to see a substantial boost in your revenue, in your store's revenue. And the best bit is you could spend a month doing this. I mean, you could do all this in a week if you really wanted to. Uh, you could do this in a week, but it's going to keep on paying. It's the, you know, as they say, the gift that keeps on paying uh, for as long as you keep these campaigns in order uh, and running and as long as you have the store. Okay, so it's really, really exciting. And it's really powerful, but only if you actually implement Okay, and that's why when we started this, we're talking about some of the pain here, the money that you're losing. Because I've found that when I've had conversations with people, the thing that gets them excited about this stuff is the thought that they might be just leaving $100,000 on the table every year. Like That's $100,000 of, of you know, money that goes, that's going to go to the bottom line and that you don't have to spend more advertising to acquire, spend more money on advertising to acquire. So it's pretty cool what you can do. And once again, you've got the exponential effects. The bigger the company is or the bigger it, get, the bigger it gets, the more money uh, you're going to make. So you might, if you're only got a six-figure store right now doing $100,000 in sales, you're going to go from, and you settle this up, you could very well go to $110,000. But then the next month or the next year, you're going to then go to, assuming you had zero growth, which if, if things are healthy, you're going to be growing, but it's going to be 10% of $110,000 and then 10% of 10% of that. And then 10% of that. It's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. So the system's going to grow with you. So yeah, so that's the, the, the seven-step system that I've put together. That's very similar to the system we're using with clients right now as I speak. And uh, if, you're, if you've been thinking about getting into, you know, setting up some e-commerce, um, email marketing campaigns for your e-commerce store, this is a great place to begin. Even if you've already got, say, an abandonment campaign, there's a good chance that you don't have uh, either, you know, some of these or probably most of these. And uh, I've actually been curious. I've been speaking to you know a lot of different companies recently, and some of them, actually a lot of them, haven't got any of this stuff set up. So I'm talking like big, big companies that don't do this stuff, okay? Or their strategy is just to blast the hell out of their list, and what they're really doing is killing their open rates and their engagement over time, and and really just you know basically hurting or eating into their long-term revenue, okay? So just blasting out emails is not enough, and you know it's actually going to harm you in the long term. So. That is that. Now, what I wanted to do as well is just to finish this up with a couple different, uh, a couple different steps, a couple just sort of quick tips on how to set your emails up. Because right now, I've been through some of the strategies and the campaigns that you can set up, but you might be wondering about some just the email marketing basics, and this is really going to apply to anyone. So I'll just run you through some of these, and, uh, and then we'll get going and we'll get some work done. Number one, you want to use a trustworthy sender name. So don't use your, ideally, you're not using your company name and that from name. You're going to say, uh, ideally, it's probably for a company like this, you want to say something like John, comma, company name. So they know who the company is, but they also know that there's a person behind these emails. This isn't just some big corporate company or that's hiding behind their brand name. This is someone who's a person who's writing these emails. Okay, that's going to work really, really well. Here we go. All right, number two is, is one thing to keep in mind is your meaningful, uh, what is your pre header text. So this is where if you look at an email in Gmail, or Yahoo, usually they'll give you a snippet of text from the email. You want to make sure that that text actually says something meaningful because in a lot of cases, when you have a HTML email, it might say, click here to unsubscribe. Or you know, if, you're, you know, if you can't read this email, click here. You know, something that doesn't matter at all. You want to make sure 
that 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 line there gives people a reason to open the email. So you've got subject line, but you've also got that line uh, after that, which is the second thing they're going to see. Call it a pre-header text. So you've got subject lines is important going through it. Now here's a really important one. This could be number three: is include a single obvious call to action. Don't try and have ten different offers in your emails. You're going to get much better results when you focus on one key offer. Okay, one main button, one main thing that you're actually pushing them. Okay, as I said earlier, this is me number four. Be people love deals. People love to get discounts. However, you just got you got to be careful with it. Okay, you got to be careful because you don't want to wear people out and you don't want to train them to look for discounts. Okay. Now another thing, number five is you want to create a sense of urgency. If there's any way for you to add some sort of time limit to it or uh, you know amount, so you could be like you know only the first hundred sales are you know, going to get this discount or are going to get this bonus or whatever it is. You want to find, do anything you can to create a sense of urgency. Obviously, you want to check, double check your templates for mobile compatibility these days because a lot of people are going to be reading these on their phones. Here's a, here's a really interesting one. You want to make sure your images, if you don't, if someone's images are disabled, that the email is still readable. And the fascinating thing about this is I got an email from Apple once, right? One of the biggest, most, you know, biggest companies in the world. And the email was entirely an image, and obviously my email client disabled images when it came in. Okay, so I couldn't see anything. The email was just literally just completely blank because it was one big image. So whoever sent that email on Apple's team made a, I would say, made a big mistake with that one. What you want to do is you want to test run your email and uh, as though the images are all disabled, or send it through to an email account that has images disabled, and see if it makes sense. Because what you want to do is is make sure that even if the images are disabled or that they don't appear, or they're broken, or they don't download, or for whatever reason, uh, that the email still makes sense, they can still understand it, and they can still go forward, uh, they, they can still understand what's going on and what they need to do, okay? There we go, so that's enough for now, I could go more, but I think we're gonna get overloaded here, so I hope you've had a uh, pen and paper here taking notes, if you haven't, probably re-listen to this. Uh, next steps, as far as this, as I mentioned at the start, this is really about a push to, I'm um, creating an e-commerce email marketing agency, and uh, we're launching over the coming sort of weeks and months, there's not like a clear date set. It's just going to gradually transition over to it. But if you're interested in some of the stuff that I talked about today and you want to know more about how to implement these strategies for your company, uh, whether it's your company or you're working with the company, uh, I'd love to chat with you. And uh, it's not a sales call or you know, a thing where I'm going to go into hard pitch mode at the end or anything like that. Really, I'm just looking to talk to people you know, with great companies that are selling great products and, and help them you know, achieve their goals. And if there is a good fit, obviously, We'll, uh, we'll make some plans to chat further, but ultimately, I'm just here to chat and be helpful. So, so if you'd like to chat, you can either go to, I'll stick with my advice. I'm going to take my own advice. There's going to be one call to action. Go to, in this case, reengager.com, R-E-E-N-G-A-G-E-R.com, and there's a page there where you can book a, a phone call with me, and we can have a chat for 30 minutes. It's completely free. Uh, we can have a chat for 30 minutes about how to implement some of these strategies for your company. So I'll be able to run you through sort of personalize some of these things and answer any questions you have about uh, about anything I've talked about here, okay? And then at the end, we can either talk about what it would look like for us to implement the whole thing for you or, uh, you know, we'll say goodbye and I'll wish you the best of luck and uh, we can talk in a few months when the revenue's been, you know, you've boosted revenue by 10, 15, you know, 30%, okay? So that was reengager.com, R-E-E-N-G-A-G-E-R. I really look forward to talking to you. I love connecting with people and, uh, and yeah, so I hope you had a great, I uh, hope this was a great episode. Please let me know what you think of it, either on that phone call or you can email me john at themcmethod.com. All the links here will be in the show notes at themcmethod.com because uh, that's where this podcast is still residing. Rock and roll, this is John McIntyre, the autoresponder guy. I will see you next time.
Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you want to discover more insider tips, tricks, and secrets about driving sales with email marketing, sign up for daily email tips from the autoresponder guy. Go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. Sign up, confirm your email address, and I'll send you daily emails on how to improve your email marketing and make more sales via email. You'll find out why open rates don't matter and the seven-letter word that underlies all effective marketing and much more.